This is the Game Gestures Gaming Update Podcast, here with episode 24. So we just had Sony State to Play, and we have a lot of other news, and pretty much the one thing everyone's hugely hyped about, we got Final Fantasy VII Remake, finally we got news about it, finally coming into the light. So we're going to jump into this episode with some updates, some movies, and just a little bit. We don't have a whole lot of Final Fantasy. Just It was finally shown off, and they showed off a little trailer for it. After four years, we finally have some more... Well, actually, we but don't have after, a lot. Yeah, we, we got... Four years bit. since the first... Four years since what? The first? Not the first reveal, but the the first E3 dropping. Yeah. And uh, once it was scrapped, we finally got it. They did it. The contract that they took it on, they didn't do well. They were really goofing it up. And so they scrapped it, they dropped those people, and they couldn't use their work, so the entire project was thrown away. And then uh, Square Enix now started over again on their own, and I think it's looking a lot better since they took it over themselves, because they know what they're doing. And for now, we are assuming it's still a PlayStation exclusive. That hasn't changed. For now. In a couple months, it is rumored to come to the Xbox after like maybe a year. Yeah, exclusive, exclusive fidelity period. Because yeah. I wasn't sure how they were going to do that because I know, yeah, I mean, that's going to be, Square might be wanting to push that to all the big ones, especially if Stadia takes off, then yeah, you know, that might be the ultimate. But what do you got on uh, Final Fantasy VII as far as, I know they didn't show a lot in the trailer. I mean, they didn't really, not not, not show, but they didn't give us like all of the, uh, they didn't give everything away yet because they said there's still more coming in June. Yeah, so that's gonna well, be it looks huge... like they're still now just working on disc one content stuff that they're still focusing trying to get that we've seen the same thing over and over they had to redo it now we got them back to the point where they scrapped it again all on disc one in midgar and the battle concepts were kind of the same going new age rpg where it's like the kingdom hearts kind of final mm. fantasy 15 style hack and slash uh action which i guess that's the way a lot of people uh, old school gamers like myself mm. really like turn-based still but all the new age gamers they really like their action going in they find turn-based a little slow so I think it depends on the game, up. honestly. Sometimes turn-based is really, you know, that's the way to... If, uh, especially, I think, for like something like Fire Emblem, completely different, but that's, you oh, know, yeah. the, the best way to go about that. <laughs> Whereas, look at Octopath. That did insanely well for turn-based yeah. as well. And, um, yeah, Octopath did, did, did amazing. And that's coming to PC, I think, next month. Or, yeah, June comes to PC. That's probably when I'm going to finally grab it and play it. Yeah. No longer a Switch exclusive, so. But let's um, switch away from here now. <laughs> Unintended. I got um, it. I, I don't always catch them, but yeah, okay. So what we got? Got what else we got? I mean, I was. What are we going into here? Yeah, we'll dive into your list here. All right. Mine's small this week. All right, so we'll start. I guess we'll start with what I got. Uh, we got some, of course. If you know me. And I know a lot of you, you know, know me well. So if you know me, I a huge fan of the Friday the 13th games. And, you know, I'm probably like the only person in the world who still is. And seemed that way. <laughs> of course. But with that being said, there are some updates on some things related to Friday the 13th. One of them being the big one everybody wants to know about is the lawsuit that's going on. Now, there was a phone mediation the other day, which took place on the 7th of May. 
Unfortunately, they say no news is good news, but in this case, no news is pretty much no not, not, yeah, not what we want to hear. Uh, the, the, the theory behind it is that there was nothing that came of the mediation, that basically the parties are, it's basically, you know, Sean Cunningham and uh, is basically sticking to his guns, you know, saying that he, you know, they're trying to, defer, it's basically, it's all about the money and they're trying to figure out, you know, how to divide, you know, Victor Miller wants, to, you know, Victor Miller, all he wanted was he just wanted to, you know, to, to get his rights to what he thought was his. But then since Sean Cunningham and his team took it to new levels beyond what Victor Miller even came up with, they think they're entitled to their money. So it's just still nothing came of it. Uh, unfortunately, it's probably going to just like we, we've talked about in the past. It's, it's just going to drag on. The phone mediation was useless. So that's the update I have with that game update wise. They fixed something that was very important. They, um, one of the characters had a had a pancake booty, and they decided that that was a major fix. So <laughs> that does sound like a major fix item. I mean, but no, they did it. They just uh, patched an update this week. It uh, gave Victoria a more of a booty, and that was like one of their major assets. Uh, they fixed. They allegedly fixed all the roof glitches that use Jason's trap, so you can't use. Uh, you know, you used to be able to set a trap and. And um, basically, the only other thing from that is the Switch version will be coming out sooner than we think. That was their their warning. So that's all I got for Friday. Except next year, 40th anniversary of the beginning of the franchise. So the anniversary. I'm hoping something big. I'm hoping. Probably not. I you know it would be nice to see you know since the lawsuit's not going to get settled, it would still be nice to see some sort of like major collector's blu-ray you know kind of thing with some sort of exclusives but i'm not holding my breath for that either but i didn't have a lot about friday i just i had the i was i was hoping to have a lot more on the update and i've been do i've been you know googling contacting people the last couple days to try to see you know bothering them be like what happened with the lawsuit what happened what happened with the mediation and no one's like (laughs) i don't know you i'm not telling you (laughs) So, yeah, this is what happens when you contact the lawyers directly. Hmm. Now I have a harassment suit. But no, uh, moving from Friday over to Dead by Daylight, did you see that they uh, accidentally leaked Ghostface from the Scream series on Xbox and PC? They were, like, pushing an update out, and they hit, yeah. they hit the button early, and then Ghostface was allegedly, you know, visible in the game, and that was supposed to be a surprise but um, do you think I've been waiting and I've been watching three main things: Jason, Ghostface, and Chucky. I've been waiting for to come to Dead by Daylight. They're the three that I was like, I know eventually they're gonna come because we already have Leatherface, we have mm-hmm. uh, Freddy, you have, have almost all of them. Yeah, I mean, really, I've, you have almost every one of them. So it's only a matter of time. I, the, but the thing that bothers me—not really bothers me—but the thing that I love how they, they're just, uh, I forgot who, who makes Dead by Daylight, so Behavior Interactive. I love how they were just like playing it off like, oh, this was this leak was not intentional. We did not want to spoil it. It's like, mm-hmm. that that's, you're full of it. That leak was totally intentional. Like, <laughs> you know it was intentional. You're like, someone was like, oops, 
Because that's going to get people talking, you know, when things accidentally... It's, it's a common thing we're seeing of things. Like, what was... um, yeah. Was it Ghost Recon? The new Ghost Recon uh, trailer. I don't know if you saw that yet, but that leaked right before... Hmm. That leaked, like, hours before. And then they were trying to pass yeah. it off as a world exclusive. and. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's hard to keep things secret, though, nowadays. It really is. It really is, but... uh. That's all I got for those two. I don't know if you want to jump in with something you got here as far as uh, before my I move on things, to my... I got... Um, we'll save the movies for last. I have in, just a small little thing. Until Dawn. Any Until Dawn fan yes. that's still being pushed. There's only a few of them still pushing, but there's a few of us still out there asking about Until Dawn 2. And one of the developers finally came out and said, listen... We see even now, years later, we still get asked about when we're doing two. So they're in de they're deciding how they want to do it. They don't really want to. They're talking about maybe they can take your save file and see like who survived, who died, and go mm -hmm. that route. But it's way better if they just take a whole new character list and maybe they can even take your save file still and do little things like maybe these people died, have a poster on the wall saying missing person, or have them tell a ghost story about oh this person died here a year ago and do something like that if they want to take the save file over but it would probably work out way better to have a whole so, new cast a whole new cast and no more Hayden Panny's tears Panettiere which will disappoint you they'll probably get someone new to replace her like Taylor Swift oh god no 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 what, what about that chick from Game of Thrones who plays the the character that everyone's gonna name their daughter after Arya Stark yes Told. she could be interesting for it <laughs> she could be I, I loved Until Dawn. I thought it was great. I'm not a huge fan of the whole um, the whole thing with uh, what do you call that the the the, the 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 movie type game where you have the uh, interactive yeah interactive, interactive is a interactive video game like that. Not because I usually like being able to control the the gameplay a lot more rather yeah. than. But for some reason, Until Dawn was like there was something that was like appealing about it to me that I was addicted to it there was the one character in it that spoiler alert for those who haven't played it by the way um, she was like the I don't know was she the French girl or the the Asian girl I can't remember what she but she was the most annoying character in the game and probably then, the Asian girl she was oh, she was she was, little... was naggy and whiny and then there was the whole I remember the first time she died in the game I was like yes and then um, then it was all like a, it was all fake it, it it wasn't real, because there was like that twist where. Uh, well, they, part of it wasn't real. Other part of it was real. But then the second time they died was the real one. Yeah, only the one character though. Only the one character got a scapegoat. You might be right. It's been a while since I played it, so. See, I still remember it. I played it several times. So it was Ashley in the beginning. I believe her name was Ashley. She got a scene where you believe she died, but she comes back in the end. And then she gets one more chance, and if she dies again, she's dead. I, I was die. just happy that other chick, she died, because she was terrible. She was, like, abusive to her boyfriend. She was, like, slapping him all the time, and he just stood there and took it. It was like, okay, I'll be better. But I, she didn't die for me. <laughs> you, kept, you liked it. <laughs> you sicko. <laughs> Oh, so moving from Until Dawn, I have an interesting note of stuff that is not quite Until Dawn, 
but it is we were talking on the last podcast about what were we talking about we were talking about oh my god what were we talking about I'm not sure which one you're referring to we were talking about the 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 financials for the year there we go I couldn't think of what I was trying to say I was like what have I tried to say yes we were talking about the financials of you know PlayStation and Nintendo and all of that and while we were talking about that we were talking about how you know the switch and everything and then the PS4 had all these amazing sales and all that but one thing we didn't mention is for some reason in 2018 the Wii was still selling games and in, the funny thing about that was it was not only selling games, it was outselling the same versions that were on the Wii U. So this is what's funny to me. In 2018, I mean, these numbers may not seem like a lot in, in, in the grand scheme of things, but considering that it's a nearly 13-year-old console and most of these games themselves are between 10 and 13, you know, came out 10, 13 years ago, Mario Kart Wii selling 100,000 copies in 2018, as well as New Super Mario Bros. Wii selling 60,000, Super Smash Bros. Brawl selling 30,000, and Wii Sports selling 20,000. For the whole, like, compare that to the Wii U, the Wii U I games mean, of the same version didn't touch that. So this... It's no surprise, Wii U, no one even, everyone, that, that counts, I, I can't even go into that one. So that's why they did well on the Wii. They were like, I'm not buying this on the Wii U, and then went right back to the Wii. I'm not buying this. But yeah, no, I just thought that was an interesting note, and then I was like, hey, that is something that, that's a thing. That's something that happened in 2018. But speaking of 2018, we have, for 2019, actually, not 2018, the Video Game Hall of Fame, which is a thing that was established in 2015? Did you see the games that were getting inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame for 2019? Did not. I missed it. So we have the shocking one that people are like, what? <laughs> Solitaire for, for Microsoft Solitaire for Windows is one of the headlining games of the Hall of Fame. Interesting. And a little fun fact about Solitaire. Of the Windows 10, 8, and mobile versions of the game... Over a hundred and over a hundred million players on those. It's just those versions. That's not counting Windows Seven, XP, Vista, or you know, ninety five, ninety eight. Uh, and they're getting a daily they, on those devices. Just those three. They're getting daily fifty five million people playing Solitaire every day. I mean, people like their card games when you're bored at work and you're on the computer. <laughs> solitaire it up. Solitaire. Other other games going in. Super Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo. Which, uh, fun facts about that, Super Mario, uh, the Mario Kart franchise in general is the best-selling racing series, I believe, which 134 million games sold. And on the For SNES, Mario Kart, the full hmm. franchise, but on the SNES, the SNES version is the one that's getting inducted, 5.28 million originally on the SNES, and then if you count the ones from the SNES Classic, which they count as sales for some reason. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That was 5.28 for the SNES Classic and 8.76 million on the SNES originally. So you combine those two together, you know, that's where their new updated number is. So that's at 13 million 
some people having Super Mario Kart in their life. Uh, Mortal Kombat, big game right now. Franchises yeah. back to form. Six million of that particular game sold, and forty million franchise lifetime sold. Uh, best-selling fighting game is currently Street Fighter, though, uh, at fifteen point five million. And Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for Switch is about to overtake it as the best-selling fighting game. So that's another fun well, fact. Actually, they had um, that's where I forget what it was called. It is like ten podcasts ago. The best fighter game was Street Fighter. For what ten years in a row, yeah. it actually just lost the for their um fighting game championship. Uh, it just lost it to Dragon Ball Fighters Z, mm-hmm. or was it which one? But they overshot it and they just took the title from it. Ten years in a row to be keeping that title, and then Dragon Ball Z came. That's crazy. And then the last one going in is Colossal Cave Adventure. It's an old. Um... Uh, what do you call that? A text adventure game? Like one of those from the Commodore 64 days where you have like the, the whole typing adventure thing. I know you've created a couple of them yourself. I did. I have a few still I make. And um, Which is funny to me. One of the things I love about this game, I've never really played it, but one of my favorite games, which is Thimbleweed Park, references a, a successor, sequel, that didn't exist. In the plot, the main one and part of the main plot of Thimbleweed Park, they make reference to Colossal Cave Adventures 2. Hmm. And I thought that was kind of funny. It's kind of like, it's kind of one of those like stupid, super nerdy things that like very few people are going to pick up on unless you're like are familiar with what it is. <laughs> but I yeah. love that they put it in there as like a kind of little, uh, little huh. kind of. But uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think you would want to see in. Uh, in the Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame. I mean, I mean, it might, might already be in there, but... Probably, because I don't remember. You know the Final Fantasy series. They have to be in there. You know, I don't know which one is. I, I imagine 7 would get the nod if it's not already. Uh, That's the one if for, anything would get in there. For me, I know I personally... I'd like to see... Uh, you know, I, I love Maniac Mansion, so I'd love to see that. Or, but the Day of the Tentacle would probably get it because that's probably that's the one that people are more that they talk about more. Uh, yeah, for me, it would either be that or uh, I'd you know I'd love to see Silent Hill, Silent Hill Two. Get a nice one because I think Resident Evil Two was on the short list as well for this year. It almost made it, but didn't. Yeah. Oh man. I think Resident Evil Three. That one deserves it. And you know, it may, they they do four years. So uh, I know last year was like Pokemon Red and Green and Blue and uh, GTA San Andreas. It was like such a weird. <laughs> Any of those games deserved it. It was like a weird lineup, and it was super weird. But yeah, that's all I got for Video Game Hall of Fame. The only other things that I had, uh, I had news on. Microsoft doing a, a new controller that was supposed to be Braille enabled. Hmm. I don't know if you saw it because I know Microsoft is really pushing right now for their uh, the handicap, uh, not the handicap audience, but the um, I don't know the the proper word for for what you'd call it. The uh, <laughs> what would you call that? They're not the handicap audience. The uh, disabled gamers. Because they had that that one controller that was more of that touchpad type thing oh, where you had yeah. the, 
Uh, we talked about this in a couple mm, podcasts ago now. Uh, so now they want to make one ones for like, you know, blind, you know, uh, visual impaired gamers that on the back of it, they're supposed to be, I guess the Braille is supposed to like protrude from the care. It's supposed to be like a digital Braille type thing. So if they have text rather than having someone read it to them or having the screen read it to them, they could like wave, you know, put their fingers across the back of the controller and read what's going on in Braille. So Microsoft is doing amazing things as far as technology. When you look at that, you look at their other disabled gaming unit and you look at HoloLens and other things that they've been doing. So hmm. they're definitely, they up their game if they can only figure out what the hell they're doing with their Xbox. <laughs> yeah, well, next gen. We've got hopes for next gen. Um, see, the only other things I had, I was going to get through them quick because I know, I mean, I know we're not, I don't know how we're at with time here, so I don't want to like go on. we got about 10 minutes to go. All right, let me just run through this list here. Uh, I had stuff, Harry Potter Wizards Unite beta is going on in Australia and New Zealand right now. And I had, I was trying to look up some information on it, but a lot of people aren't spilling the beans. They're, 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 they're respecting their confidentiality clauses. Hmm. So I was hoping to like snag some, but you know, when Pokemon Go was out, people were in beta, people were like, oh, you could do this, you could do this. And it was everywhere. And yeah, damn. it dropped huge. <laughs> I can't find anything on Harry Potter Wizards Unite yet, but I'm going to look into it for next week and see what I can find. Snapchat now has games like a Mario Party style type game. That plays through yeah. Bitmoji. I don't know if you've played any of them. I've been playing them the last couple of days. I've seen them pop up. Oh my god, they're so them. ridiculous. And it's totally a ripoff of Mario Party in every way. A lot of the games. There's one where, you know, all your Bitmojis, one person's controlling a, a spinning turntable and trying to knock everyone off of it. Like in that one Mario Party game where you put, press the lever and all the people are rolling. Yeah. Same thing. It's basically, it's addicting. I wanted to, so if you, if, you know, Snapchat it up and, uh, I do want to touch upon, you know, I am working on scoring us an interview as well. And this is the last bit of news I have. And then, you know, you can take it away with what you can close out the show with what you got. But I have, um, you know, there was a game I was playing called Spoiler Alert, which is the developers call it a love letter to Mario. And it's basically <laughs> kind of, it's like a platformer slash runner, endless runner that is in reverse. So you start at the end very end of the game you literally start at the credits and then the whole game goes backwards and interesting yeah it's it, it, i was like this is this is weird but the cool part is there's all these little things like when you're going backwards you have to do everything as if you were doing it forwards so like if you would have stepped on an enemy going forward you have to step on that enemy going backwards otherwise you create a time paradox and the, the level resets <laughs> So that was where the little difficulty and the, the curve came. But it was a really cool little game. Like, I didn't think it was... I didn't know what to expect from it being, you know... I picked it up in a bundle, and it was just this cheap game. And I'm like, well, this looks interesting. And, uh, yeah. So, I, you know, I reached out to the, the, the developers of the game, and they're interested in coming on the show and doing an interview and talking about the uh, talking about their project and what they got up. And so we may be doing that. And if we do that, we will also... I will have a couple copies of the game to give away. So, yeah. That'll be starting up um, a new segment, if we can keep it going. I got it all yeah. planned out. We're going to be starting um, a new little thing for game review. 
Ooh, that's a good one. You know, I actually, the funny thing, the funniest thing that you said that, because when you said that, I had a dream, it was a week or two ago, that we somehow became Metacritic reviewers. Hmm. Like our podcast was recognized as a Metacritic <laughs> reviewer because oh. we started randomly reviewing games and we were doing segments where we were reviewing games via like video or via our Facebook or something. And yeah, we were Metacritic reviewers because in my dream, it was a game that didn't exist, by the way, in my dream. I don't remember what it was, but eventually, eventually we'll get there. So that, that's that's funny that you say that and that I was like, so maybe we will become the newest Metacritic. Uh, so I hope for the future, something we're moving towards. <laughs> so everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you got some uh, what well, you got some Apex news and some movie news. That well, you first, before I'm going to jump in, there was a leak for the PlayStation 5. Some of the specs, yes. they just had the Sony meeting just happen. And um, just now. Yeah, exactly. Just now. <laughs> it was about two weeks ago, and they dropped some spoilers already came out for it. Some of the specs that they have going. So it's rumored that they're going to have an 8-core Zen 2 clocked at 3.2 gigahertz processor going for it. So that right there, that's pretty powerful. You know what's going to be the hardware that they can have following it with that. So this is yeah. why we were talking about, when we were talking about last week when like the developers of Madbox are like, yeah, we're out. Because everything else is just they're stepping stepping up their game, you know. Sony's gonna. Here's the other thing too. I, I don't want to get too far off topic here, but I don't know if you've noticed. If you're looking for a 4K TV, now is the time to buy. Because I don't know why, but stores are clearing them out like crazy. I was at Walmart last week. 4K TVs drop down huge. Like I don't know if they're expecting a whole wave of 8K. Possibly, but the 8K are still way too expensive, so they won't be selling too well. But I hey, don't know, but like these 4K are going down in price, and I'm like, unless maybe they're doing the 4K with the OLED screens instead of the regular LEDs, and they're pushing those instead of the... Possibly. So that could be it. But I was like, wow, I, I couldn't believe how cheap 4K TVs have gotten now. But... Yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. So if you're looking for a 4K TV, buy now. <laughs> yeah. So back to the specs here with the um the custom Navi GPU. They got um 1.8 gigahertz. I won't go into all the specs for all the people who are kind of don't know what they all are, but just know that it's it's pretty good. The RAM is 24 gigabytes. It's a 24 gigabyte RAM. <sighs> <laughs> yeah so they're going pretty high up there with their specs so it's going to be running and it's going they didn't say the hard drive size yet i'm hoping it's at least like a, it's gotta be like it's gonna be two now yeah well i would two. say very least two but i would two at the least but i would hope for five because how big and it's a solid state drive so things will add if you listen to our last podcast how well the solid state's going to change things and and compare with the ram and their core and their gpu that kind of power they got Games should be running really smooth, and yeah. the, and the, and as we you know as you know hard drives and all that they get cheaper as time goes on. So true as newer ones come out. Yeah, because remember back in the day when we were like what 
we were at Walmart one time and we bought like a 328 gigabyte and I was like, God, this is expensive. And then now you look yeah. at a 320 and that doesn't even store anything. Yeah. <laughs> I remember paying hundred bucks for one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, that's yeah, a, so They're going to, like I said, it's going to be an interesting, it's going to be a very interesting, uh, interesting next generation. Yeah. Because Xbox is doing their thing, and, you know, Stadia, and I'll keep mentioning Stadia, but they're, between that and where, it's it's going it, to, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that the, the I'm hoping the games are still good. <laughs> That's all I care about. As long as they keep the quality of the games up. Yeah. Because, you know, they're going to have a, a you-know-what measuring contest all day, but as long as the stuff they're putting on it is good. Yeah. That's what I care about. But what else we got? Because we got a couple minutes. So, um, yeah, we got about two minutes. I'm going to rush through these. Apex, I didn't have news on it. I was just stating out that 770,000 players now. Last time it was 400,000. Now 770,000 yeah. players have been banned off of PC. I, I was reading that. And you know what? That's freaking insane. <laughs> yeah. And but, but honestly, you, what's the point of cheating in that kind of game, though? To win. Well, I get that, but, like, I don't know. That's where, I, I don't know, I'm not feeling cross-play so much if it's going to be cross-play with a bunch of cheating people coming over. A bunch of cheaters. That's the problem, especially when, you get, when you're when you on PC. Because it's easier to mod on PC. And yeah. Things and like they're that. they're so. bringing their cheating mods over. and it, it, I can't, can't see cross-play going well if this is the Yeah, a lot of the games that I play on PS4 and I play on PS... PS... Wow. PSC. Wow. PC and PS4. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So how Fusion dance. Crossplay, PSC. <laughs> but, uh, so June 7th, EA Play at E3, we will see the first true. You know what? That doesn't help. I didn't write down. <laughs> <laughs> we will see the first true gameplay video of what, though? I didn't write in my notes of what game we're going to see this. Something that e is a Star Wars related? That's it. It's Star Wars Fallen, Fallen Order. <laughs> yes. I figured I was right when I was writing the notes. I was <laughs> looking at the game, so I thought of it, but I didn't think. Let me write down the game in my notes. This is the clip I'm going to use for Facebook right there, because <laughs> now I've started a thing where I use clips from our episode and I post it. Like last week, it was the switch tasting debacle. This week, it's gonna be you forgetting your game. <laughs> yeah well i don't know who that that was a brilliant idea to put those notes there <laughs> oh god now, so moving on to close up the podcast with just three quick movie things so we already knew about star wars taking mm -hmm. a break so they stated that the next trilogy they're planning is starting up 2022 they canceled all of their other ones all of their side movies they want to take a big break and then bring it back 2022 well that's good that's good. Yeah, they got that huge fatigue. People aren't watching their movies. Their movies are kind of tanking. The sales are down. There was just, I, I think they were, there was too many coming out at the same time. And it oh, was, yeah. not only was it the major trilogy, but they were doing all the side stories. And then it's like, you People know. were burnt out. 
especially when they weren't, from what I heard, they weren't of the quality of, you know, like the oh, original yeah. trilogy where... Definitely not. And of the... So, that'll be good, because then, as well as giving time for whole new characters to come into play... Yeah. So it'll that's be... Good. We'll have to see where it's going, what route it's taking now. But we got three years to wait for that. But So you said mm-hmm. Avatar 2. Yeah. Avatar 2 is now set for 2021, a year sooner... I am confused because it's, it's okay. Okay, no. New mutants is that a different thing, or is that new part mutants of... now going keep going down the line twenty twenty two twenty twenty one. Okay, I thought Avatar two was subtitled New Mutants. <laughs> uh no, no. So it made sense, is... and then I'm reading your list. It says New Mutants now twenty twenty and not twenty twenty one, and I'm like. Get the fuck. Yeah, I got it Mutants now. is Marvel's new movie. It's actually a spin on horror movie taking Marvel and the horror, which is weird. But they have undergone major reshootings, and it's now set for 2020. So you got the you got the three movies uh, now coming out. You have something for 2020, 2021, 2022. That's gonna be my embarrassing clip where I talk about New Mutants being part of the Avatar universe. Hmm. Ugh. That's what happens. happens when you don't sleep, man. <laughs> yeah. But with that, we're going to call it a wrap. All right. Uh, so, yes, before we call it a wrap, though, remember, people, uh, like us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, follow us on Twitch. 